When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Let's Get Haunted with your host, Matt Strawn and Allie. Welcome back, guys. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to insert a quick disclaimer for anyone who has never listened to our show before. You should know that we start every single episode with some banter between ourselves where we discuss our own personal hauntings, shout out our donors, and maybe just talk about things that have nothing to do with the topic at hand. If that does not interest you at all, you can open up the show notes the very first sentence in all caps is going to tell you the exact time point to skip to to get straight to the story from our title. You can skip to that time at any time to skip the intro. Otherwise, let's get into it. Welcome back, guys, to episode 166 of Let's Get Haunted. Today is our very first episode of December, and as a special holiday treat for the haunties, we decided to bring on some very very special guests for this week's episode. Mm -hmm. So buckle the fuck up because here we go. Today, we have Alex, Jesse, and Mathis, who are the Chaluminati podcast. Three doughy white dudes with beards Mm -hmm. who we swear are actually pretty fun if you can stick with it long enough for the relationship to become parasocial. With over 200 episodes exploring some of the strangest, least traveled fringe subjects, ranging from ghosts to aliens, to the Lovecraftian superorganism that is the modern internet, their minds are fully broken. And much (laughs) like Mulder Scully and a third off-puttingly dressed FBI agent who smokes weed and eats high-quality ham, they're out there every day confronting the shocking truths of our world. (laughs) And for those interested in chilling with Chaluminati, we'll have a link to their Patreon in today's show notes down Mm -hmm. below. But without further ado, hey, Chaluminati. Hey. Hello. I'm shoving all responsibility for the intro onto Alex. That was all Alex. (laughs) That was a great intro. I like that. It was phenomenal. What is is doughy? Just look at us. What does that mean? Think about dough and just look at us. (laughs) I feel like it's self-explanatory. I mean, I'm just... Hands that have never worked a hard day in their lives. I'm a grandmother's dream. Perpetually oh. clammy, but soft. <laughs> I'm a grandmother's dream. That's beautiful. That's good. You know what? That Poetic. makes me feel safe. Um, when I think of dough, I think of like warm, exactly. fresh from the yeah. oven, inviting, yeah. smells right. great. Yeah, that's our brand. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is that our brand now? Love that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us. It's great to be on. Thank you so much. Yeah. Of course, lean into it because it's Christmas time. And what's more emblematic of Christmas than baked goods? So I feel like this is the perfect collaboration for our first episode of December. Before we get too deep in today's intro, I just wanted to say this is by far the most people we've ever had on our show before at once. (laughs) So could I ask each of you to just individually introduce yourselves so that the audience knows which name to associate with which voice? Uh, Hello, this voice belongs to Mathis. Mathis is the molder of the group. Uh, I'm Alex. 
I'm the ham-eating agent that I made up as part of the intro. And uh, I'm Jesse. I'm the Scully. Oh, I don't believe any of it. So, sorry, is the ham thing like a reference to something, or is that just like... He just eats ham. Okay. The man loves ham. I just like ham. There's there's no innuendo or metaphor. He just... That's just a fun fact about me. Yeah, that's just a fun... That's just a little bit... Yeah, he's hairy, and he likes ham. That's really it. I like to put myself into my work, and you know, that's just a great example of that happening in real time. Yeah, that's descriptive. Can you write that off now? Can you buy a ham? and write that off yeah. now that you brought it up on a show? <laughs> I think the IRS would be on board. Right. All right. I'll try. You know, when I read yeah, that, because so. you guys uh, did us the favor of sending us some points for your intro, but when I read that line about the ham, mm-hmm. I just was thinking about that meme with the cat that's like, a cat can have a piece of ham as a special treat. A, a piece of salami, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yes, we'll have to see if ham is okay. But I know salami is okay. It's a tasty treat. Yeah, I think I think that's exactly how you should approach ham eating in general. I think like that's yeah. a healthy relationship with ham. Is a little as a treat sometimes. Right. I have a question for you guys. You guys might not be able to answer this question, which is fine. If you're silent, then we'll just move on. <laughs> Illuminati is like a chill Illuminati. Have you guys ever considered yourself as like chill mafia? Like it's like that's the vibes. Like, you know what I mean? That's the best I can say. The mafia, so- it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> We're the everywhere. Right. I don't think they do much. They just kind of get all the yeah. credit. So I want that. We're important. But it, the, yeah. the important thing is just, you know, relaxing. Like we're, we're everywhere. You know, we're a network. That's a mafia in a way. Right. We're a chill mafia in a way. Wait, That's the vibe. So are we? Uh, no, I'm OK. I'm OK with just being like mm. above it all. Looking down, <laughs> perching evilly, but like right. in a chill way. Yeah, some of us are you know, more like, chill. Some yeah. of us are more Illuminati, I suppose. Like a vibes. gargoyle or something, you know, yeah. just perched on high. Yeah, observing. we've got plans, but yeah. they're right. chill plans. If you think about it, Jesse is kind of <laughs> like the gargoyle of the show. It keeps the extra crazies <laughs> away. It works really well. Is that how gargoyles work? Well, and that's how you work specifically as our gargoyle. Right. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. I, I'll allow yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Jesse, you introduced yourself as the skeptic of the group. What? So I'm kind of interested. I missed that. On the believer to skeptic scale. Can each of you just kind of say where you fall? Because sometimes we'll have people on the show and they'll say to us like, oh, well, you know, I really believe in angels and demons, but I don't believe in aliens. That's where I draw the line. Or somebody else will come on and be like, well, I grew up um, subscribing to this culture or religion. And so I have a different belief system. So where do you guys fall on the paranormal scale? I feel like we've had guests on here before, too, with paranormal shows that believe in like a hundred percent of stuff that we didn't even know existed. Like we didn't even know that was an option to believe in. And then we've had other people on the show who are just big sticks in the mud. Mm. So I'm just curious, curious to hear. Should I, should I be the baseline? Should I set this yeah. up? That's Jesse. That's Jesse. I'll just answer for yeah, him. Uh, I'm the stick in the oh. mud. I, um, yeah, yeah. I, if we're going to start with, you know, big and get small alien space. Sure. I have to believe that somewhere in a universe this big, there's something out there hanging out. That's probably, weird and bizarre and we don't understand it and might never understand Mm -hmm. it so i'll start there and say sure um as we get more down to earth uh, do i think an alien showed up and like talked with the president i don't know (laughs) probably not how dare you Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the stories are, are made up because people like attention. Uh, that's just how I feel. How dare you? We'll get also, to that. when it comes to like um, cryptids or uh, very scary stories and things, like a great example is we recently talked about this sort of um, like Inuit uh, creature that was under the ice. And if you got near the ice, it would pull you into the Ooh. ice. And 
in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's just a story that parents would tell kids. Hey, don't go on thin ice. You'll get sucked under. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of stuff. And so I see it more rationally. Right. But I will say, ghosts, aliens, uh, Bigfoot, whatever. If one appeared in front of me, I would be like, all right, I totally believe. Let's go. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> but they haven't. And so, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I'm open to it. So what I'm hearing is you're fake because <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you. That is true. I'm amongst friends yeah. here. This is fantastic. Because so if one showed up in front of you, you wouldn't have the balls to say to that alien's face like, hey, look, I really doubted you this whole time. Instead, you'd be like, of course, I knew I was oh, in no, your no, corner. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. I'd be like blown away they're real and then i'd want more I, I have questions i'm like all right what are you doing here why are you stopping by Fair. what about earth is cool mm. like what's going on in the rest of the galaxy mm -hmm. why don't you announce yourself what's why do you leave like weird crop circles if that's a thing right. like what's how do you travel i'd have what questions if, yeah. But I would. Yeah, it seems like you're like not. You don't trust the paranormal. It's not that you don't believe in it. You don't trust. Like, why would something be behaving kind of irrationally? It's not that I don't trust the paranormal. It's that I don't trust the people mm. telling the story. Yeah, he doesn't trust man. The man is the problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I understand that. I can relate. I don't trust men either. Fair. So. Well, you got three on the show. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep going down the list. Mathis, what do you believe? Opposite side of the fucking yes. spectrum. I am all all in on almost everything uh, with the dis disappointing reality oh. that I've seen nothing. Same. Related. He's so yeah. thirsty for it. Mm -hmm. I'm so dead. But I'm, I'm the kind of guy that's like, let's think <laughs> even further than that. Think aliens? Who who says they're from another planet? Maybe they're trans-dimensional, dude. Maybe they're moving mm -hmm. through time instead. And they're maybe they're future uses. Or maybe they live in a yeah. dimension above us. Or um, it could be fucking anything. And there's a lot of fun... Uh, you know, kind of just out there theories that really spring from that. But I am, especially on aliens, yeah. fucking all in. Mathis, you're my let's new go. favorite. All right, let's see. Alex, you. it's you your much. time to shine. Okay, like, so I was talking about how much I like Ham earlier, right? right? <laughs> I'm like Tony Shalhoub from Galaxy Quest to ten, out of 10. Like, I'm like, I, I'm just, I just like it. I'm just here. I'm along for the ride. I think it's awesome. I don't care if it's true. I, uh, That's I'm, also relatable. My, my third eye is open. Oh. I'm ready. You know what I mean? I will follow you to the end of the thing. I will talk <laughs> to the crazy person at the bar for two hours. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm here. I'm a student. Are you sure you're not the crazy guy at the bar? Thank, thank I don't. I, I don't have to. I don't have to worry about whether I am or not. You know what I mean? It's all for me. It's my own little yeah. world. Ham you're just in the corner of the bar eating yeah. like a giant ham on a bone. Yeah. And you think you're not the crazy guy? I've yeah. lost my mind. Yeah. I'm just like a. I'm like a. Like a. My skin is like blue. I speak in a language that nobody knows that nobody's heard of. Okay, that's the most chill thing I've mind. ever heard. Like someone just eating ham at a bar, yeah. like talking to themselves in another language. I feel. Feel like yeah that's you know you really know yourself <laughs> that's vibes i just feel like the other way where i've lost my mind but i'm still desperately clawing to maintain control of my body right. you know what? i haven't quite let go and surf the the, the insanity like alex mm. i'm still trying to it's make it's very sense literary of that. for me that's how i feel you know what i mean i don't know like that's important though to maintain like we we like to you know face plant into the paranormal we're a believer yeah. podcast we just don't even allow ourselves to not yeah. believe it we'll just be like sure that that could have happened, right. but it is important in like your non uh, podcast life to to still like go to work yeah. and like go to the <laughs> yeah. grocery store. Yeah. You know, you can't go too far off of this plane of existence. Yeah.
Yeah. If, if the ghost of Aunt Geraldine is telling you to stay home and prepare for the end of the world, maybe right. still go to yes. work tomorrow morning. Like it, it's maybe, maybe you should still continue mm-hmm. doing that and see a doctor. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of things we're going to continue to do, no matter how haunted life gets, we would like to thank our donors. You can become a donor and get shouted out in a Let's Get Haunted episode by going to patreon.com slash let's get haunted. We would love to thank Aaron R. White. Rosemary, MJ, Bambi, Rachel J, Alex T, Elena E, Valerie B, Callistos Creations, Victoria L, Corey W, Auburn R, James S, Carlo Sebastian C, Tosh, Amber F, Justine D, Evelyn S, Savannah C, Nicole A, Alethea, Heather G, Rose B, Sage the Fool, Joe P, Sydney S, Lori, Kindred and Amber, Sav H, Corey, Candy DK, Jordan B, Chillin' in a Sweatshirt, Charles C, Lesionberry Hibiscus, Allison M, Raina, Greg A, Megan N, Michael T, Sean S, Felicia G, Kelly H, Keese P, Kat, Megan D, Jennifer W, Lepo, Lepo, Lee Poe, Chameleon, Charlie I, Mark R, Andy, Lexitronic, Juliet H, Gracie G, Kathy L, Sarah R, Kato L, Jackie L, Lana V, Veronica W, Rachel T, Alyssa B, Libby G, Blood Type Long Black, Brie R, Dan the Blacksmith, Olivia S, Noah B, Zenobia H, Mumble, Manny of the Mad Mansion, Jeb? Jeff? Guys, I don't know what that letter is. Is that a real letter? (laughs) Josie J? Are you serious? What is that letter? Is that like ancient? Sorry, Jeb or Jeff or Jess. I think your name is in Old English. I I don't have that kind of capacity. Please educate me. Josie J? Leanna B? Chance the Reaper? Tazwar K, Melinda Z, Rachie Face, Natasha M, Sophia M, April May, Jordan L, Savvy, Red E, Emily W, Christian P, Hugo A, Megan M, Taylor E, Efrain P, Samantha H, Abby J, Joaquin E, Smokin' Void, Dome S, Anna K, Nick Duffy, Soleil, or Soleil, Spooky Sush, JM, Taylor B, Emily JB, Kara B, Crystal C, Camille, Jenna M, Raz, Richard O, Anne D, Kelsey L, The Ratmans, Marianne M, Julia C, Jose P, Rhiannon R, Chloe L, The Goose, Patch, Felony M, Ariel G, Sophie C, Stephanie N, Natasha, Chang Lu M, Maureen H, Day, Chanel B, Benjamin S, Shania Z, Jennifer P, Christopher M, Mellow Mellow 82, Stacy S, Sherry D, Abby, Jules the Ghoul, Hannah VR, Ruby V, Joey, Anne Marie T, Alonzo, Piper, Joe DF. Carrie L, Ya Bio T, Melody M, Drew G, Joy B, Marina W, Cassie R, Allegra B, Julius K, Bronal, is that bro anal? Bronal, <laughs> bro anal, Bronal, Cool Blues Mama, Bia D S, 
AQ617, Brittany S, Jamie L, Sophie C, Alfredo S, Jennifer I, Kelsey H, Sunshine H, Nikki B, Kelsey K, Ed B, Chatty Waddy the Puddin' Patty, Caitlin S, Gay Nosebleeds, Kendra, Archie F, Mary Lizbetha, Meg R, Abby T, Alexis S, Amelia, Ellie J, Billy R, William A, Minnie W, Emily, Danny T, Metal Pineapple, Maris G, DiGiorno Flocka, Ghost of 7-Eleven, Molly K, Parker L, Chucha B, Sierra B, Talia D, and Jacob. Thank you guys so much for being our patrons, supporting us. It means the world to us. It is how we keep this podcast going. If you would like to become a patron, again, go to the show notes. You can open it up and look in the links down there. We have different tiers with different goodies. So check it out and enjoy the rest of the show. Well, something else that I like about your guys' show is you also do these mini-sodes where you'll come cover different paranormal news stories. And so maybe we can start with Jesse. Is there one story of 2023, now that we're at the end of the year, one news story that just like jumped out at you and really like grabbed your attention? Yeah, I try to bring more sciencey things because I think those are really interesting and they're insane, but real, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can talk about it and get in depth. And there was an article that came out in a science journal that was the study of time and space and particles and what was real and what wasn't. And essentially to break down the long article, it was like, time isn't real. None of this is real. We're all existing at the same time. Some dude in ancient Rome is existing at the exact same time we are, like that kind of thing. And the reason why I liked it so much is because it blew Mathis's mind. And he now associates that with all theories. He's like, maybe the aliens are us from the future or the ghosts are the past version. And it's so much fun. It's like an all play wild card Uno card in a way, though, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, you gave me a it weapon is. I can't put away. But I love it. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that because it's a fun new way to think of all the paranormal and all the various things that are in the world that we can't explain. Like, well, you know, maybe it's something happening at another point in time. And I was like, okay, that's a fun little tidbit to have in your head. Right, like the uh, a timeline from the past is for some reason becoming visible in the present, and then we interpret that as like a ghost. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like what Mathis was concluding based on that science, yeah. but yes. that's what he was <laughs> No, no, but like that's a good example, yeah. I think. You know, Thank it's you. A, yeah, it's just that the fact that time itself is just malleable, even on, on our own planet. Man-made construct. Yeah, and no, there's no way to keep track of time because depending on where you stand, time is flowing differently, based on gravity alone. Which That's is, uh, you know, what what that extrapolates out to. I don't know. I'm not too. I'm not smart to do that. <laughs> I'm too stupid to do that. But like, it mean it means like some wild shit. Like one of my favorite articles was also quantum science related, which came a little later, which was when they took 16 micrograms of sapphire and scientists vibrate it into a state of quantum instability. Basically, they vibrated it into a point where it was both moving and not moving simultaneously, oh, like which is like 
fucking wild. <laughs> you say you don't like that? We we did a story earlier this season and it was about block universe theory was like one of the theories of how the phenomenon was happening and we both were just like we don't fucking understand this. Like I I believe it's yeah. true. I just don't have the capacity to understand. I'm just it. like sure Jan, you know, like go study your particles whatever you guys are doing. <laughs> but like it still doesn't answer any questions for me cuz it's okay, I can get on board. Gravity, you're going faster, theory of relativity, whatever like time is an illusion everything's circular but why is there a ghost you know <laughs> like that's that's not answered like okay so it's just you from a different time period but why can i fucking see it and other people can't see it and sometimes you can and why does it why you know but i guess that's just more like existential i get angry like i don't like valid <laughs> questions though all existential dread does so many different things to right. people and it just pisses you off it really does yeah. alex what about you there's I forget exactly what it was. There was a paper that was out of India, but it was like little rumors that were popping up about like people with abilities. Oh. And then it, there, the government was like making statements that was like, do not listen to the news out of this province that people have <laughs> abilities. These abilities are just test subjects from a government project that are acting weird right now. I was like, what? what? That yeah. makes it seem and more And I just religion. never yeah. got any more yeah. information, but it was just so scandalous. I was just like, this is act one of an actual, like, <laughs> the actual generic superhero movie yeah. plot. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> So, I don't know. That makes me think, like, because that's so obviously not what you want to do. If you want people to ignore a news story, you don't just bring it up. You know what I mean? Mm. Out of the blue. Mm. So, now that makes me think maybe the experiment is them trying to convince people that people have special powers. It's some sort of long yeah. con. Oh, it's like a goosebumps like a book. Yeah. What about the Peruvian aliens that were terrorizing a village? I, I have Actually, that written mine. down, literally. I made notes for myself. <laughs> yes. I was like, what was, if, if they ask me, what was my favorite paranormal <laughs> story of the year? Yeah, yeah. Is that yours? Yeah, the Pelicaras. Yes. And then the government yes. was like, no, no, no. It's actually illegal miners with uh, jetpacks on with flying around the forest. <laughs> oh. And I was like, how is that less interesting than like a skinwalker. You know what I mean? Like those are both very yeah, different types miners. of haunted. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. I hate when the illegal miners who probably don't have great gear get <laughs> yeah. jetpacks. Like that's not fair. <laughs> Where am I? Can I get a jetpack? And then like, jetpack. and then why are they like glowing? That's the other, like, it's like, they're, yeah, they're just flying around with lights attached to their body on jetpacks. And somehow they're avoiding all of the trees of the jungle they're flying through. <laughs> like Iron Man level yeah. controls. <laughs> just like dipping around 90 degree exactly. turns. Exactly. Yeah. That's my, I think that's probably my favorite news story of the year did you guys talk about that on your on your show yet if so i need to listen yes about yeah i need to listen to that i just forget yeah, which yeah. one it was yeah you guys have so I'm many episodes like, it's like 250 something or beyond it's it's, it's wild some might say too many. Yeah, two, yeah. we just wow. hit 225. We're almost there. like, it's crazy. Yeah. Every time I say, like, I realize how far along we are, I'm like, wait, didn't we only start this podcast last year? Like, has, has it really wow. been five years? It's been too long. What about you, Nat? Do you have, like, a favorite, uh, like, weird news article? I've seen some, like, fucked up stuff on Reddit lately, but I don't think it's been paranormal. It's just like, you should know that Google can delete bad reviews. And then I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, sadness, sad realities yeah, yeah. of capitalism. 
Natalia does bring up a good point, though, because on our show, we categorize hauntings into like two different buckets. So we have like your typical hauntings, which is related to the paranormal. And then we have something called personal hauntings, which is what we open up every show with like, hey, what's haunting you this week? And it can just be anything inconvenient, like bad luck that's befallen you, like some strange series of events that's just out of the norm. Like I'll give some examples. I had a guy try to cut my ears off with a sword in a parking lot last year, and then I had to go to court. Um, Natalia once stopped in the middle of the freeway. (laughs) Wait, can we just take a 15 minute and talk about just that? Jesus Christ. Time to explain though, unfortunately. It's not traumatic. Yeah, it's not traumatic. Is that what the guy was screaming when he came out with the knife? Like, there's no time to explain. It's your kids. Something needs to be done about your kids. (laughs) Well, apparently, yeah, I don't know. He had just gotten out of jail and somehow found, like I was just in a parking lot loading stuff up in the back of my truck for at work. And then I just hear this like alarm go off and I turn and look and there's this guy just like flailing around inside of a U-Haul. And I was like, all right, whatever, because we're in L.A. So that's just par for the course. So I turn away. I'm like not even paying attention to him. And then all of a sudden I hear him screaming like, stop fucking looking at me. Quit fucking looking at me. So I turn and look because I'm like, who is yelling right now? And then it was just a guy with a sword and he was just really ready to, (laughs) to, yeah, chop me up. But he didn't. Good. And we persevere and we live another day through uh, the haunting Hell hellscape yeah. that is Los yeah. Angeles. Hate when you have to run into a sword guy. Always <laughs> nice when he doesn't chop you all the way up. <laughs> I know. I thought that was very yeah, nice of him, tight. all things considered. LA is wild, man. Uh, we did a live show in LA one time and we came out and uh, Jesse's car had been broken into, but they stole nothing. They like, took nothing. Very specific. <laughs> they opened the trunk. Nothing. They didn't break into it. They just somehow got in. Mm. Opened the trunk, took everything out, sorted through it, was like, well, there's nothing worth taking here. <laughs> and then took the only thing of value to me, which was my sunglasses, because mm. I have prescription sunglasses. I was like, well, yeah. thank you for being polite, but also, what? That is such <laughs> typical swordman yeah. behavior. Like, that. I, they <laughs> fucked in your car for sure, and they wore the sunglasses while they were doing it. Oh, here's wow. the thing. That's, that's fine. Fun. I'm that's glad cool. there's yeah. some action happening in there. That's like cool. Yeah. Very romantic. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to it. I'm, what happens fine. when you move? I'm the only one that doesn't live in LA. What happens when you move out there? Like, does some parasite crawl into your brain and just change the way you operate? No, you see like a bird man on the corner perched I don't up know. looking weird and you're like, well, I'm this is where I live now. And you get Exa- used to it. Yeah. I, you just get used yeah, to it. Get Natalia once opened um, her front door. And there was just a guy t- taking a oh, shit yeah. on her porch, and they made direct eye contact. I could see the vessels in his eyes. But that's another personal haunting. Perfect segue into our story. You guys, we have to get into this story today because this one is a doozy. So before we buckle the fuck up and get into it, does anybody have like any questions? Does anyone need to like leave anything behind in the intro? Because we're about to go full fucking throttle. I'm completely self-actualized and at peace with myself right now. <laughs> I strive. I strive to be like you, Alex. Good. I want to give a little note to everybody too because listeners will be like, why does Natalia sound different? I have like a weird sinus thing going. In. It's probably going to turn into pneumonia it's fine don't worry about it but my throat is like super super dry right now so I might have to stop and take like little breaks with my tea you guys do me a favor every time that I'm struggling just start like being really funny and talking so like the time doesn't pass and people are like oh is she okay you know I'll I'll just sing the whole time that's how comedy works best is when it's like (laughs) pre-planned forced forced into very particular (laughs) small segments by the way listeners this is going to be one of those episodes that just keeps on giving so this is probably going to be like part one (laughs) 
of money. I'm bracing myself. <laughs> I don't want any of you like freaks to be like, oh my God, you didn't mention like this because like, yeah, we only have a fucking hour and a half to talk. So shut up. Okay. No one give me any bad vibes right now. All right. <clears throat> to all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. It's known as the most magical place on earth. But did you know that Disneyland might also be a gateway to the great beyond? What? That's right. The most magical place on earth is one of the most haunted places on earth. On the Reddit page, known colloquially as r slash Disneyland, a user named California Screamers asked, what's the scariest situation you've ever been in at Disneyland? Replies included human crush situations, terrified lost children, having to work during the 9-11 terrorist attack scare. However, one ex-cast member mentioned that the park was literally haunted. Quote, 80% of Disneyland is haunted with some sort of background story to each part of the park but with only about 50% of cast members having an experience there. So there's your scientific data, Jesse. I know you're really- That's a high percentage. Yeah. I was about to say. I like to imagine she had like a coloring map of the park and she was like haunted, not haunted. Yeah. And she was like able to really de dedicate 80% of really the park. Really quickly. Can we go around the room here? If you had to guess, what ride do you think is the most haunted? Okay. Wait, oh, you guys start because you're our guest. I got the easiest one, Soren. The Soren over California. That's the most haunted. I'm convinced of That's it. That's like a new ride, though. Why would it be haunted? Uh, yeah. Well, what do you think was there before? Burial ground? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah. bold theory. Thank you. It's a yeah. small world just because I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think probably like the oldest, like the train. Like I'm going to go train. Train. Wow, that's a good guess. What about you, Allie? Splash Mountain because that w has like dark history. But if I want to go with like the more obvious option, maybe the Haunted Mansion, you guys. Like where would you haunt? You would haunt in a place where your cover isn't going to be blown because there's other, you know, <laughs> fog machines that can cover you up. And that explains Ooh. why it shuts down so much. Holy shit. Do you think the Haunted Mansion is like a paranormal other world, like 24-7 orgy oh. of just I'm pretty. I don't do know. Think it, what do you think ghosts uh, do? I don't know. Exactly. Fuck. You got nothing to else to do. I'm pretty sure they said they only have room for one more at the Haunted Mansion. I don't know that it's <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. I'm with okay. Alex yeah. on that. Like, I feel like if you're a ghost, you wouldn't want to go to like a ride that's appropriating your culture. It's that's like blase. embarrassing. <laughs> You know? Exactly. It's like going yeah. to Buffalo Wild Wings for Cinco de Mayo. It's when you're a buffalo. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. When yeah. you're a buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, <laughs> Allie is like a Disney adult. I feel like she's going to know so much about Disneyland. I'm personally not. I'm open to becoming one because we got some ears at a meetup that were made for us by a wonderful haunty. However, I don't know that much about Disneyland. So I feel like I'm the perfect person to tell this story because I don't know what I'm talking about. So if anybody wants to chime in. You have good company. Alley with Alex. Alex is also like a Disney aficionado. I wouldn't say I'm a Disney adult, but I, I sure do love the 1960s in the United States. You know what I mean? Wow. Racist. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Wait, what? I just I, I love Disneyland as like a cultural place. I don't go there that much. I just like it a lot. What what is it? What, I don't know what that means, man. I know it's what an he interesting means. He means he likes love. like the the time capsule feel of it. Like, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting place in a in like a cosmic way. It's pretty yeah, wild. I understand that. I wouldn't describe myself as a Disney adult either because I don't have enough money to become one. If I had enough yeah. money to go there uh, on a regular basis, of course I would. Of course I would. Right. Yeah, what, wait, what, what are the qualifications of Disney adult? How often do you have to go to Disney to be known as a Disney adult? I feel like the ones that I know go all the time. More than once a year. That to me is like yeah, a Disney I don't adult. go. I know people who go four times a week. Whoa. What? Do they have a job? Yeah, but they're like, you know, what influencers. You know what I mean? They work oh, at Disney. Yeah. So these are some quotes that I'm going to read about haunted parts of Disneyland. Because I was like, why would Disneyland be haunted? Makes no sense. It seems like they just picked a random location and said it was haunted. But no, you will find out that is not the truth. This is from a cast member, by the way. Quote, the basement of Mickey's Toontown is not where you want to be alone. I've personally seen trash cans move when I'm the only one there. I've seen reflections of figures in the mirror over my shoulder. Some cast members have said they even heard demonic voices there. Another quote from a cast member. Quote, I heard the stock room door open and close, but there was no one there. Then I heard a loud crash. One of the items in the stock room broke by itself. There was no way it could have fallen off the shelf. It was empty in the park and no one else was in the store with me. It definitely spooked me. There are not only stories of ghostly haunts, but also the rides have a mind of their own. In 2022, it was announced that the famous Splash Mountain ride would be converted to Tiana's Bayou Adventure by 2024. An anonymous source on Reddit revealed that their husband is one of the construction workers. And this anonymous source said, quote, the ride isn't going down without a fight. They have tools that go missing and are found randomly in hard to get areas. They can be pulling wire from the wall, and it feels like someone's pulling back. They even had fires, and a small explosion happened. Definitely looking forward to Tiana's Bayou Adventure opening to hear more spooky stories. Also, one of the construction crew working on Pirates of the Caribbean ride was killed on the job, and his spirit is said to be haunting that ride among the pirates. Apparently, the employees that work there, they have to say, good morning, George, and good night, George, every day or the ride will break down. I remember that story. That's like an old school cast member story. I think that's so nice that all those stories are not very creepypasta-y. Like they're very just straightforward ghosty. It lends them credence instead of them having like Disney horror story themes in them. I don't know. I like that about it. I totally right. forgot about Toontown. That that place for sure is is super fucking haunted because- <laughs> Yeah, that's the winner. Yeah, I agree because everything looks like a weird fever dream cartoon. And I feel like once a year, a video will go viral of just two families fighting, fighting in Toontown. Yes. 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 There's definitely Why? bad energy there. It just makes people want to fucking fight. Abandoned playground vibes and yes. in hardcore. Yes. Yeah. You know what's crazy is I actually, while I was researching this episode, there was someone who died in a knife fight that was in Toontown. I'm telling what you. What is going down over there? Yeah. The Acme knife so, comes out? Yeah. <laughs> For people who don't know where Toontown is in the Disneyland map, imagine the furthest point from the entrance. Oh. As far as yep. you can get from where everything else is, you have to go past a forest. There's nothing there, like a forest. You walk. <laughs> you go under a bridge, yeah. Yeah, like in the middle of nowhere, and then it's Toontown, and yeah, abandoned playground is the best way yeah. you can describe it it's like it's it also gives very strong um like back rooms vibes like if i were there yes. without yes. other people i would feel extremely uneasy or like 
I don't know, some like weird murderer inside of a Mickey Mouse costume was just going to like pop out at any moment and get me. Even the brand new Mickey ride is like actually scary. Is on it the really? Now, I haven't currently. been in a yeah, couple years. Spooky. I wonder if that's why people fight there because it's like furthest from the entrance and people are like lost and tired. Probably furthest from reality. You know? Do you guys like going to theme parks? Like, I think it's fun. Like, I'm down to go. Like, I could go for like six or seven hours, but my fiance can't handle it. Like, we went to Disneyland and we were there for 35 minutes and he was like, let's get the fuck out of here. And I was like, you spent so much money to be here. And he was like, we saw it. We walked around. I was like, we didn't do one ride. He was like, I saw yeah, it. I thought I'm going home. The trick is to put no pressure on yourself. Just fucking hang right. out. Mm -hmm. You're old now. You don't have to maximize your every dollar in the way that you did when you were younger and you were at Disneyland. Just... Go oh, to the wow. park. Have have a churro. Sit on a bench. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to a band. Yeah, you will get along with. Cody. I don't know. <laughs> I just got back a couple days ago from a, a week over at Universal in Florida, and by day two, I was ready to murder people. Florida, <laughs> Florida is different than California. Florida is yes, different than California. Fair, absolutely fair enough. But in terms of like a theme park, like just the people, it's that it's that same mentality I would see at conventions where something shiny is a tr like really they want to take a picture and without thinking of the thousand people behind them they just stop, stop dead oh, with their the worst. family that. of train of children and i'm just oh man i tried to photobomb yeah. as many of them with middle fingers as i could like subtle middle fingers I there's did. gonna be a child that's gonna get home and see that amazing picture of them and mickey and you just in the background like get out of here. it was universal so there was no mickey harry potter <laughs> You know what? It was it's like fine. it That's was fine. like um, those spooky Halloween store style costumes oh. of like Doc from Back to the Future wandering around. Like Linky <laughs> was there. Of all the characters to really like be out there, kids love Doc Brown. And if you go into the Marvel <laughs> section, which is reminiscent of like Toontown, where it was like in the back and kind of like ignored, there's a Wolverine that looks like he got the costume at Party City. And he's just wow. walking around and just trying his best to do a gruff voice. Oh, it was rough. And he looked oh. terrible. Yeah, right. again, that is giving me man with a sword energy. Like that, I don't know. There's something wrong about that. I, like, yeah. like if Disneyland's Toontown was a drug, it would probably be acid. And then what you're describing just sounds like meth. Yeah, it felt mm. like it. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> do you guys ever think what you hate is capitalism? <laughs> yeah, I actually do. Hey, go eat some more ham. <laughs> Did you guys know that people scatter ashes of their yes. deceased loved ones all throughout yeah. the park? Oh. Especially at Haunted Mansion, too, if I remember correctly. Like, that's a big yes. one. Yes. So I didn't know this, but apparently that's like a big thing is like people take their cremated remains of whomever. I mean, hopefully they're related. It's not just like random. <laughs> and they scatter them throughout the park. And then it said like employees will pick it up. But I don't, I don't like... Well, yeah. How would you pick it up? Like, would you even an know? HVAC? Like, Just sweep it up into the trash made for the grandmas and grandpas that get left behind. But like, if you scatter ashes, isn't the idea that you like literally like scatter it into to the, the winds? Wind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like not like little piles of dust everywhere. It's just like dust I, coating I everything. I don't think you can. I think you're right. I think it's horrible. Yeah, I don't think you can. I have heard of like people trying to covertly dump a little bit of ashes out on like Pirates of the Caribbean into the water, but they have cameras all over the place. So if they see that, I'm pretty sure they have to like shut down the ride and drain the water and like clean it out because it's like a biohazard. It's gotta be. How disappointed do you think these dead people are of their relatives yeah. doing this? Like, goddamn. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying though, is like who the fuck wants to be scattered at Disneyland? Like, don't you want to be like sent uh, to like the top of the Matterhorn, like the real fucking mountain in Switzerland? Like not 
yeah. some weird park where people get diarrhea. <laughs> I think you're underestimating us humans. <laughs> Enlighten me. I just think there's people who really do just love Disneyland that But there's much. But when you walk really in, do. Alex, there's a beautiful garden. The minute you set foot on the property. You don't have to tell me yeah. your logic. I agree with you already. <laughs> I already right agree with there. you guys. I want to go to the Matterhorn in Switzerland. I wouldn't even go to the... I would go somewhere completely else. If I got a will that said, scatter my ashes at the Guardians of the Galaxy drop ride, <laughs> I would be like, no, you're wrong. You'll thank okay, me later. Your will is wrong. But then would you become haunted by that person who told <gasps> you these are my final wishes and then you didn't carry them out? Sitcom. Oh my God. When their ghost appeared, I'd be like, this is what this is about? The Guardians of the Galaxy ride? <laughs> That's the Let's Get Haunted sitcom right there. <laughs> Yeah. Allie's definitely on to something. So we already have like the perfect recipes for hauntings because we have someone who feels like their burial rights were disrespected. 100%. Right? And it's also an anti-capitalism tale in a way. <laughs> we're going to table that and we're going to come back at the end of this episode and we're going to get the anti-capitalism spiel. So please keep your thoughts in order. So did you guys know that like several people have died at the park? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, according to this. Disney, no people have died at the park, and I go by that. Isn't there one where a lady got squished yeah. or someone got squanched? Yeah, squanched. Wait, what ride? Yeah. What ride got her? The wall, the rotating the wall. wall one. Yeah, the rotating wall. I remember that story. Yeah. Well, there's actually multiple squanches and squishes. Oh, In the same yeah, ride? You guys are going to hear all about them. Oh, no, different rides, different rides. And it made me think of Disneyland in a whole new light. So you guys literally buckle up for this one because you're about to go on a Buckling. haunted, gory roller coaster. Yeah, the ride won't Bring start unless you buckle. We're going to start with number <laughs> one, which is the first death ever in the park. It was almost midnight in May of 1964 when 15-year-old Mark Maples boarded the Matterhorn ride with two of his classmates. You see, Maples had just gotten out of a weeks-long grounding, so he was really trying to go out and have a good time. He had been cooped up in his house for a long time, so this was supposed to be, like, his fun, you know, ride. But little did he know that it was going to be the last ride he would ever take. The culmination of events that evening are debated, but we do know that Maples took the middle seat on the Matterhorn ride. It was dark inside the roller coaster. It was almost impossible to see clearly. It's jerking, it's going around really fast. One of Maples' friends told the Long Beach Telegram that he felt Maples bump into him as the ride started to descend down the mountain. Quote, there was no way to tell what he was doing. It's a bumpy kind of ride, I was looking up heard a noise, looked down, and recognized Mark's sweater as he was falling out to the side, end quote. Disney officials rode through the ride multiple times at a really slow speed, trying to piece together exactly what happened. Eventually, they surmised that Maples had unbuckled his seatbelt and stood up on the ride, quote, apparently striking his head on the side of the concrete mountain, end quote. They estimated that Maples fell vertically about one foot, landing beside the tracks of the sled. The bobsled was only going about 20 miles per hour at the time of the accident, but the force of his head on the ceiling was enough to crack his skull. When the sled returned to the start of the ride without a middle passenger, his friends were like telling the ride operator, hey, our friend fell off, our friend fell off. And the 
ride operators just thought that they were like pranking because you know they were rowdy or whatever so they didn't even believe him it wasn't until the second cart came up and some girls were like this guy fell off like we saw him on the track that everyone started to believe him finally they shut the ride down they go and they look for mark they find him he's unconscious and he's sent to the hospital he's put on a ventilator he never regained consciousness and he died four days later mark's death was the first ever at disneyland so it drew a lot a lot of attention and the chief deputy coroner eugene miller had received a bunch of calls from people claiming that the accident was actually not an accident and it was a result of hazing they believed that one of mark's friends either unbuckled his belt or they had dared him to stand up on the ride because apparently that was like a thing back in the day like daring people to like stand up because you could undo your seatbelt and then like sit back down so ruthlessly one of the press like the papers called him a quote daredevil youth and they claimed that you know it was not an accident he was just trying to play some game but there was a lawsuit so obviously mark's friend denied any hazing allegations and eventually the anaheim police chief had nothing to go off of so he just called the death an accident cast members at disneyland believe that mark's spirit still haunts and haunted the ride whether you would believe it was an accident or hazing either way it's a pretty good combo for a ghost i'm gonna say i'm gonna send you guys some pictures too of what this ride looks like. Give me one moment. While wow. you do that, can I ask a question just to, to everyone? Because I feel like this might be an irrational fear of mine, but I'm not quite sure. Every ride at Disney, in fact, any ride ever. A, a great example would be that the slope in Pirates or when you go on like the dark rides. I will go from being a normal adult sitting up straight to the minute it's dark and the, it starts moving, I will squish down in my body because yep. I'm afraid my head's gonna get cut off by something. Yeah. I have that same thing. Yeah, or like Space Mountain. Yes, all of yes. the tracks are so close to each other. I don't even raise my hands on Space Mountain. I'm sure you must be able to because they probably like measure distances. I'm sure there are regulations, but I don't, yeah, I don't even feel comfortable Maybe, doing that. yeah. It's too dark. Yeah, I don't I don't crumple up, but I don't put my hands up. If I can't see, I'm not risking it. I like my yeah, fingers Yeah, follow the much. rules, everybody. You know, just be... Be smart. And don't yeah. unbuckle yourself. Don't unbuckle and stand, and stand up, up on the Matterhorn. So I sent some pictures of what the inside, the interior of the Matterhorn ride looks like. And I also sent some pictures of the Yeti that's inside. If you guys want to describe to our listeners who are visually impaired what the ride looks like, if anyone wants to take a go at that. It's like if caves were like super clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect perfect explanation ever the poet ever yeah. the poet. caves were super clean and then you got the yeti who's got the blue skin like the like like a slushy style mm. mascot yeti he's actually scary shit though. he is scary like, and he's big he looks and they've even upgraded scary. him more from this now this big is like glowing the old red eyes one. yeah this is the old guy yeah this is like my childhood yeti right here yeah I will say, too, for anybody who's never been to Disneyland or never been on the Matterhorn, what Nat was describing in that news story is completely accurate. This is probably the most bumpy ride in the entire park. It like, it's which rough. I think is fun. But yeah, I mean, you can get bruises on yourself just because it kind of throws you around and it jerks around. It's one of like the older rides and it has gone through a recent upgrade, but I think I've only been on it once since they redid it, and I really I don't remember. I think I was drunk. It's still the it's still the same. It still <laughs> throws beats the shit out of you. I will say <laughs> a, a fascinating thing, just really quickly. If you read the article that you sent us, mm -hmm. they just give this kid's home address, and that's such an interesting time capsule of when that was totally fine. They, yeah, they yep. did. Yeah, it's Mark, son of Jack Maples, twenty eight twenty one. Uh, I, I hope that's a VU Valletta uh, Grande Avenue. 
Yeah. Why the fuck would someone do that? That's I like, guess. Like, so someone someone reading it would be like, oh, yeah, Jack, who lives at whatever. Cards or something, maybe. In those days, we used to leave the door unlocked. Yeah, yeah. back in the day, we never locked yeah. our doors. Well, that's why. The, and there was a lot more serial killers back then, too, weren't there? Like, Jesus. That's like, though, back in the day, headstones used to have the cause of death on them. And I'm like, why? Nobody needs to know that. It would be like I'd be too afraid. Died from being slashed in the throat. Do you guys watch? Um, I think you should leave. Yes. Where they're, yeah. Where yes. they're doing that like, uh, best baby competition, and then they're going <laughs> yeah. through like the former contestants, and it's like pancaked by drunk dump truck driver. Like that's what <laughs> old school headstones yeah. used to be like. They were having fun with it. They were just trying to make it as 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 delightful for them in their like boring job as possible. Right. There was nothing to do back then. What the hell are y'all seeing? Annihilated do? by a fucking dump truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here's where he lives. So we have this haunted ride where this young man lost his life. Either he was hazed and it led to his death or he was trying to play some sort of game and it led to his death. But, you know, he's coming out of being grounded. So I kind of feel like maybe he was in a rebellious mood. Either way, perfect combination for a ghost. And then... 20 years later. Have you guys heard of Dolly Young? No. 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 Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to be the one to tell you guys this. In 1984, 20 years exactly after Mark's death on the Matterhorn, another death on the Matterhorn occurred. And this one is way more graphic. A 48-year-old woman from California named Dolly Regina Young was visiting some family friends. It was about 3.30 p.m. in the afternoon when Dolly and her group loaded onto the Matterhorn bobsleds, but Dolly was the odd member, so she rode in the back of the cart alone. During the ride, Dolly somehow ended up on the tracks, and then a second bobsled came along and hit her. If she wasn't already dead, the impact of the second cart was fatal. Just in case, then a third cart came down and just finished (laughs) I remember this story now. The worst part of this story is that the Matterhorn had these gondolas that went above it. And so there was family who saw this whole thing happen. There was a father and his two daughters from Idaho. They were riding in the Skyway gondola. According to police reports, 19-year-old Helen Pishner screamed, quote, Oh my God, someone fell out of that car. End quote. Helen told police she saw, quote, a female bouncing on her back on the tracks. Oh, my God. End quote. Mm. Helen said it looked like Dolly was trying to get up, but she wasn't sure. And then 33 seconds later, after Dolly was dislodged from her sled, the second sled came around the corner. Don Pishner, Helen's dad, yelled to his daughters to look away from what came next. But... For the riders who were on the oncoming bobsled, a family from British Columbia, there was no escaping the nightmare ahead of them. As their sled approached Jolly, for a moment, they thought the body on the tracks was just a prop. (laughs) Wow, they really went all out. Until they got close enough to see that Dolly was a real person of flesh and blood. Oh, my God. Speaking of which... The bobsled struck Dolly's head and torso, killing her instantly, but lodging her body underneath the sled, causing the ride to jam. The ride sensed that a bobsled was stuck and automatically shut off. A ride operator heard screaming over the alert that the ride had stopped and walked over to see what had happened. When he saw the scene, he immediately ran back down the mountain to go get help, and he told the other two cast members he ran into not to look because it was so bad. Oh my. Police and paramedics showed up quickly, but Dolly was long dead. Detectives ruled out foul play, suicide, or malfunction because Dolly's seatbelt was open. The detective told the LA Times, I mean, 
It could have been either way. If she stood up, her belt could have fallen on the seat or she could have been sitting on it. After Dolly's death, the Matterhorn seatbelts were finally exchanged for different belts, but Disneyland claimed that the change had nothing to do with the accident and that they just found a different supplier. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Dolly's family was pissed, so they fought back against this ruling and they claimed that Dolly wasn't some daredevil kid. She wouldn't have tried to stand up on the ride. She was a 48-year-old woman. They said that it was park negligence and they had a lawsuit that was settled, but as per the agreement, the terms were secret. Most haunted part of the story is that they put the car that hit Dolly back in service. So the very next day, the car that killed her, that there was a body lodged underneath it the day before, there were riders at Disneyland riding on that no. car again. No rest for the wicked on no. that. That's so Unreal. dark. No. It's, oh, yeah. I, it's just weird. It's just spooky. Man, there's your capitalism, Alex. Like, nope, we're going to hose it off and put it back into service. Like, really? There was no other way? Here is a picture of the Matterhorn. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a beautiful picture. I know. Isn't that gorgeous? It looks like Japan or something. It looks like The Sims. Yeah. (laughs) You guys want to describe it for our visually impaired listeners? Uh, Imagine a perfect mountain with a little rainbow gondola from the 60s going into a hole that's perfectly cut in the side. And it's, you know, in the middle of like Fantasyland at Disneyland. It's like a flowery pink and green Mm -hmm. tents. It looks great. It looks delicious. America doesn't look like uh, that. Anymore. I do have a question though, based on this image. Yes. When were the uh, gondolas removed, and why? That was my question too. That was my question <laughs> too. Like, did this accident cause Disneyland to be like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't have. I don't know, like a perfect vantage point onto tracks. I think like the 90s. You know what? That's a good question. I don't know exactly when they were removed, but I do know that like all of the sources that I looked in were like, yeah, the gondolas are no longer there because they were all saying, oh, yeah, they used to have this Skyway gondola. It used to go through there. But there are some other instances of public transport causing some deaths. But before we get to that, I want you guys to know that the ghost of Dolly is said to still haunt the ride. They call the part where Dolly died of that ride, this is kind of morbid, Dolly's Dip. It's kind of sweet, I guess. (laughs) Is it? Kind of like a little ice cream topping. I don't know. It's it's kind of sweet. (laughs) Oh, that just made me wince. I don't like that. It's kind of fucked up. It's kind of sweet. Obviously, terrible tragedy. But I guess if you're going to have one ghost in a location, that would be more sad than having two ghosts in the same location, right? So maybe they can kind of like keep each other company, the two people that are supposedly haunting there. That 48-year-old woman has to deal with like an 11-year-old for the rest of the That sounds like a haunted sitcom. He was 15. But, you know, I kind of had a different thought. I was like, maybe because, you know, he was kind of like a daredevil, kind of like a prankster in some portrayals. You know, the kid that died there, the 15 year old. Maybe he was the one who was kind of pranking Dolly because she was in the seat by herself and he undid the seatbelt. He was just lonely. 20 years. It's been too long. Mm. He needed somebody else there. Why Dolly? You're, You're putting too much on this kid. Why Dolly? Only Dolly knows. Whoa, touche. Okay. Has anybody ever done a seance inside the Matterhorn to like try to talk to these people? I don't know how much clearance you can need to get that. I don't like that seems like it would be a high security event. I could put together a basically paper only Ouija board that will sneak in. We'll get in there. On the ride. Immediately unfold it. Yeah. yeah, And we'll ride. Yes. You know what? When the Disney police take you away, I'm like, I don't even know that guy. (laughs) Are there Disney police? Oh, they're 100% are Disney police. close. Plain clothes. Are they like real cops or not? There's like jail cells underneath 
or like a holding cell underneath Disneyland oh, yeah. for people that are unruly. They like put them there while they wait to be transported. But they're not LAPD. No, they're like they're Disney, Disney cops. Yeah, Disney security cops. They work for Goofy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> they have guns. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't think they can have. I don't think they're allowed yeah, to have guns. That doesn't seem very they, happy. They, There's definitely ones that dress like guests and walk around too. It's like the air marshals of Disneyland. It's like the same concept. Yes. 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 Secret yes. shoppers. One hundred percent. And so if they see you dying on the sidewalk, they can get you out of the park before you die in park. Yeah. Grounds. Yeah. That's a real <laughs> policy, right? That they try. Like, if somebody is looking like they're dead or almost dead, I mean, that's the rumor, at least, or the urban legend, is that they'll like put you on a ventilator immediately and fly you out and then let you die outside of the park so that they can say like we've never had any deaths technically or so that you don't sue them well i think you i bet that's also part of it yeah for sure okay you guys ready to hear more i am oh yeah the next one is the monorail train so who was it that said trains i said trains yeah you're right you got another one. I'll take it. On June 17th, 1966, a 19-year-old named Thomas Guy Cleveland was from Northridge, California, and he was trying to sneak into Disneyland by climbing into the park via the monorail track. A security guard shouted warnings to Thomas from below saying, there's a train coming, there's a train coming. But either Thomas didn't hear him or couldn't get out of the way fast enough. And a train hit Thomas and dragged his body 30 feet <laughs> along the track. And that's the most exciting the monorails have ever been. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know what a people mover is? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. People you mover? guys know what that is? I did I'm not know what stupid. that is. I don't know what that is. What is that? Yeah, I'm going to send you a picture of what it is. Okay. It's an old Disneyland attraction that was kind of like a little tour of Tomorrowland. That's like a little canopy oh. train God, thing. God, it looks like it's like, I don't know. straight out of the 60s. Yeah, you it's, see it? it Yep. It's kind of cool. I heard they were going to bring it back at one point. I mean, point, when you actually. go there now, when you park, you then have to get into a people mover to even get to the park. Well, this one was a ride. This was like, you used to wait in line and go on this as like yeah. a thing. It looks like Fred Flintstone's car. Yeah, it does. It was supposed to be like a transport of the future to get around town. And now like, it is the future, dude. That's how you get to the park. Whoa. Ooh. It's like a table at a cafe that moves around i don't understand that why is it called a people mover like it's just a train right because it moves people they just move the people yeah but doesn't yeah, a train move people but now it, there is no train now it's literally like 15 cars that look the exact same that then takes you to the park on wheels powered by future fuel i don't know what's going on with that thing powered by future fuel i think it's supposed to be plucky and <laughs> cute like something called omatic but it just rings wrong now it seems all right. I don't think it hits the same. Yeah, people mover sounds like, I don't know, like human crush to me. Yeah, it sounds like a human rights violation. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some of the Nazis were just, get them on the people mover. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. That's too good of an uh, impression. <laughs> I promise I don't practice it. <laughs> so about the people mover, in 1967, there was a 17-year-old. His name was Ricky Lee Yama. Him and some friends were riding the people mover, which is the train-like ride that moves through the park on tracks like a fucking train but it's called a people mover people i guess mover, yeah. his friends were jumping from cart to cart as the ride was progressing through a tunnel and apparently that was like another thing you do because you're in the tunnel the security guards can't see you so you like jump through the cars it's like a fun game until people were hardcore back then man i was gonna say does this speak to how boring i am to, to be like i would never in my life even when at my youngest and wildest do that that sounds too dangerous suddenly yama's friends hear him screaming as he falls beneath a car and was crushed a security guard who was first to the scene said 
I knew he was dead right away. I looked under the car and could see his head was rotten too. End quote. Oh, I like that guy. That guy sounds like he's seen a <laughs> lot of death. He seems friendly, but he seems grizzled. Yeah. The ride had to be completely stopped and dismantled to remove the body that had been squished in between oh all oh, of the parts no. of the carts. Oh, Going back God. to what someone said, I can't remember who it was, but they were saying that they would never do it. Could you, like, if you were with a group of people and they start acting rowdy, like, are you someone who gets peer pressured? Like, if everyone's like, we're going to do shots or like, oh, like, let's go do this. Or do you like, are you like, okay, I'm going to do it because I don't want to be left out because FOMO. And then you end up having a good time or are you like, no, I'm leaving. No, I'm the fucking curmudgeon who's like, ah, oh, goodbye. I'm leaving. No, thank you. <laughs> Just not that kind of guy. Ten right. years ago, sure. I'm 35 now. When I was 25, I would be doing dumb shit all the time. Yeah, but I never died, so it's like I didn't learn. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's it. the thing is that like it doesn't seem like things could affect me because I never died. Lesson not learned. Yeah, <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah. Lesson never learned. Yeah. Okay, I have another one for you guys. Well, this one's like weird to me. Here, I'll tell you guys, and then you tell me what you think. In the summer of 1973, there was an 18-year-old boy and his 10-year-old brother. They hid out in the park after hours because it was just like the cool thing to do. They went to this off-limits portion of the Tom Sawyer Island, which is in like the rivers of America, I guess. I, apparently, the 10-year-old didn't know how to swim, so the older brother carried him on his back as he crossed the river. Heartbreak. Yeah, but oof. the older brother got so exhausted that he drowned halfway across, and then a cast member discovered the younger brother was dog paddling and saved the younger brother who didn't know how to swim apparently yeah that's horrifying oh my <laughs> yeah but okay but how does that happen like what you don't know how to swim and you didn't drown but the other one knew how to swim and drown and also i'm gonna send you guys a picture of this river of america thing because look i'm not meaning to be a bitch about this but how do you drown in this like it doesn't look very big it's uh i mean i don't know it is I, i'll say that it is it is not that big i would not expect to drown in this but also i can swim yeah. So I don't but know. But that guy could like maybe swim the too. Fact, maybe the fact that he had his little bro on him, he was like, he just couldn't figure out how to keep his head above water or something. Maybe he just didn't plan it out right. Or maybe he got trapped in some seaweed or something. Oh, I don't trapped. know. They always say like, if you see somebody drowning, don't jump in and try to get them out because they'll bring you, yeah. bring you down because it's just self-preservation. Like they're not meaning to hurt you, but they're going to be clawing and pushing and biting like whatever they can do to get their head above water. Mm. So you're supposed to just throw like, a buoy or a lifesaver to them instead of jumping in to try to save them yourself. Right. What if you don't have anything? Right. You just let them drown or you wait for them to pass out and then get them? You're literally, you're not supposed to go in Unless you're like a trained lifeguard, you're not supposed to go in because it'll be two people dead instead of one. You guys, if I'm fucking drowning, forget about that rule. Film come a TikTok. in and try to save me. <laughs> yeah, come get me. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, splashing and begging for you to help me. I can't film that. At least let me try to claw my way up your body to get to the surface. Like, give me that. <laughs> a fighting chance. Do you guys want to describe those pictures that I sent to you? The first one, by the way, is from 1960. Oh, yeah. The first one. Oh, man. The first one is literally like. That looks. Another human rights violation of a ride. <laughs> but they're all crowded together on a little raft next to like Fort Wilderness out there. Yeah, it's just like, a, it yeah. just looks like pine trees and like a, a wooden fort in the background peeking out over the forest. And It does seem like too many people though. I was gonna say like 30 too many people on that raft. It is a wooden raft that I feel like they crammed too many people onto and we're like, it's a ride. I don't know how. I don't know what they're doing on there. I would not be on that ride. The bottom one is like a, a steamboat. Yeah. Does the steamboat go through that yeah. thing? It oh, used cool. to. Does it still yeah. do it now? 100%. Yeah. 
That is an absolutely beautiful picture of a steamboat. It looks like it's on a postcard. It's un it's unbelievable. It doesn't look like it's from Disneyland. That sounded like a, a Donald Trump quote to me. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful steamboat. Yeah, the best steamboat. <laughs> now we're on to the death that you guys seem to know about. I'm trying to get through these fast because I want to get to the paranormal part, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, you're good. Deborah Stone was a cast member who was crushed to death in 1974. She was caught between the walls of America Sings only a few days after its opening. Okay, can I tell you something haunted that I had read and you tell me if it was an urban legend or not? Probably. I had heard that she was wearing some sort of headset, like she was announcing, like the rooms would turn yeah. and you would see different scenes and she was supposed to be kind of like uh, the person that lets the audience know yeah. what's happening. And so she had a headset on and then as she was being crushed to death, like her screaming was just like broadcast over the loudspeakers Whoa. to people watching. Yeah. That that's what I heard, but I don't know if that was an urban legend or not. So I didn't hear the headset part, but I heard that her screams were heard throughout, but people thought it was part of the ride and it was hard to hear over like the music and the animatronics and all of that. <laughs> so they changed the ride after this happened. I sent a picture to you guys. Those of you who haven't been to Disneyland, America Sings is like you're, you're sitting in an auditorium and then there's a spinning stage in front of you that has like a bunch of different backgrounds. So after like one scene ends, it'll just turn to the next scene. If if you would got caught in between the stage and the wall, you could get crushed to death. So now they have like doors to prevent that from happening. So if you do get like in between the wall and the stage, you can just like open the door and get out, I guess. It looks like my elementary school auditorium. That's yeah. what it looks like with the plastic blue chairs. It's probably built at the same time. Yeah, probably. It definitely has the vibe. Yeah. I don't think it's this ride anymore though. I think it's now just like a building that doesn't move or something. It's a different ride entirely. Uh, it turned into something else and whatever it turned into, they got rid of also. Yeah, I think it's like a Star Wars gift shop now. Mostly. <laughs> was this the thing that got turned into that weird Abraham Lincoln speech part of Disneyland where like oh. you go in and an animatronic Abraham Lincoln is like four score and No, that's that's still there. Oh, that's still there? Yeah. That was like the most random thing. Cause it's not it's not even a ride. Like you just walk in, in you sit down, and then Abraham Lincoln looking like Chuck E. Cheese just kind of like moves around. It's and... the ride you take your kids on to kill their sugar high. It used to be <laughs> impressive because it was crazy to see a robot man, but now all of our expectations have been shattered by like decades of entertainment. That's true. Uh, I went to Animal Kingdom for half a day and I went on the Pandora specifically, like the river adventure part of it or whatever. The animatronic in that ride looks like there, my brain was just trying desperately to be like, it's not real. The way it moves, the way it animates, the just like the facial expressions, the mm -hmm. minor, everything about it is scare like that uncanny valley feel Ooh, I like it's that. wild 
I like that a lot. So apparently Deborah Stone's ghost haunts that auditorium. According to a Disney writer, David Corcus, quote, Stone reportedly roams the area. And while the attraction was still in operation, sometimes people would hear her voice gently warning fellow cast members who got too close <laughs> to the rotating walls to step back. Watch out. I think the worst part Ooh. of all these hauntings is just like, depending on what ride you get killed on, that's just where you're stuck forever. Trust me, this will kill you. Thank you for riding. Have a great day. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to Disneyland. I got crushed to death right where you're standing. Just be aware. <laughs> the walls break away now. It's very safe. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> Not only is that the most horrifying death out of all of them so far, but that's the worst ride out of all of them to be like haunting forever. You're just like, right. like an educational yeah. ride. What a bummer. Yeah. Educational ride. That's all you get. Oh, you're just bored for eternity. Yeah. It's like the back rooms. You try to leave and you just end up looping back, yeah. back in. You're just there <laughs> to haunt it forever. Right. And you can never get anybody else to get killed there. How are you going to kill any? It's safety precautions are there. So you're just fucking alone. <laughs> yeah, no, you're that's right. That's the one you haunt on a pro level. You're like, look, yeah. it's boring. I got to step it up. And you come out yeah. swinging. Make the haunting the attraction. Yeah, that's the scary one. Did you guys know that Walt Disney haunts the park? Wait, no. what? Yeah, well, he does. Well, first of all, I'm sending you some pictures. Did you know that Walt Disney built an apartment above the Main Street yes. Firehouse? Yes. 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 yes, the little light in the window that's like his little light, right? Oh, you want to tell the story, Alex? I mean, I don't know. I don't know that much about <laughs> yeah, it. Alex, take over Have the you been show. there, Alex? Do you? I don't know that much about it. I just when I took a tour of it one time, and that's the little nugget that I. That that's I more up. than I think any of us else on this show right now. You've been in it. Yeah. Wait, you? Yeah. Whoa! Wait, I zoned out for just you a split second because I was looking at that light in the picture. You went into it. He said, "I went on a tour." Yeah. <gasps> I didn't go inside of the apartment. What? But I, oh. I did. I did go on a tour of Disneyland, like a guided tour. And they, oh, okay. So they, so maybe you have some insider knowledge, but that's it. I, I don't know anything about it other than that there's a light. Oh, I would love to go in there. I didn't even know. Yeah. We got to break in. So basically, for people who don't know, for people who aren't Disney VIP like Alex, <laughs> Walt Disney built an apartment in Disneyland so that he could like chill there without getting, I guess, like, I don't know, maimed by fans or whatever. And he would hang out in that apartment there and work at this like little desk. But the weird thing about it is that he was really into like Victorian times, which seems weird to me because I feel like it was only the generation before him, right? But that's like Alex love in the 60s. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess it is. I guess. It'd be like if I lived it, though. It, it'd be like if I like was walking around looking like Don Draper all the time. If you yeah. had Walt Disney money, would you not live the, the 60s like visual lifestyle i don't oh, wow. i don't think i don't think so i think no? that's okay. great i think what i think i'm i think i'm in that like i think I'm, this is like cosplay all the time i'm not that strong-willed if i was disney rich my house would look like a fucking six-year-old's house this motherfucker lives on the set of hello dolly is what yeah. we're talking about yeah right now. yeah this that's is very much yeah this is weird yeah it's like uncomfortable like all of his patio chairs are like wicker like the shitty kind and then like <laughs> inside the the apartment it just looks shitty like you know how victorian shit's like all really small and like the ceiling are tiny and it looks know. like it was built to be haunted yes yeah the gramophone I was gonna say, in the corner that's the yeah, first thing i gramophone. saw the gramophone is a bit much it's like the room of like a relative's house that you're like not allowed to go in it has like plastic on everything yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly like the, my great grandmother's house this is like my great grandma's house that's exactly the vibe yeah. yeah this is like somebody's bedroom that passed away and then the person who owns the house is so heartbroken they just yeah. lock it up forever exactly and leave everything untouched the same that's what this looks like <laughs> just like ed Gein. that's like 
kind of how Disney is about this place. It's kind of like a sacred spot to them because they didn't touch his um, desk afterwards. It's supposedly like the exact way that he left it or Mm. whatever. And in his memory, they leave a light on in there all the time, 24 hours. So people say that sometimes they'll see someone in there. And sometimes they'll see like the light moving. And then the other thing is that I didn't know this, but Disney loved to smoke cigarettes and cigars. Did you guys know this? Yes. I guess everyone back then did. Yeah. He died of lung cancer, right? Like that's his that's his thing, right? I didn't know he died of lung cancer. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I thought he I think he died of lung cancer. He think he was like a very, very much like smoking. Disney. He was like really like smoking, but he wasn't allowed to do it in the park in front of the kids because I guess back then it was like taboo or something. I don't know. They said that like his wife didn't want him to do it. In front of kids, probably, yeah. Yes. According to ex-cast member Daryl Wagner, quote, Lillian Disney made sure that Walt wasn't seen smoking in public areas around kids, so he used to go out to the staircase behind his apartment to smoke. After Walt died, my security supervisor used to smell cigarette smoke back there almost every night. He used to hide to try to catch the smoker. He never did, and he never found cigarette butts. He just always smelled fresh smoke. He finally concluded that it was Walt sneaking in a last smoke. Oh, wow. It's creepy now knowing, thinking about him dying of lung cancer that he's still He's still like, you know what? After death. This shit's addictive. (laughs) I actually heard heard a story about Walt that like because he smoked so often, they would like take pictures of him like around Disneyland, like when they were building it and stuff. And he'd be always holding a cigarette in his hands. And that the point that cast members do today, that's like a little bit less of a like a directional point is like kind of like him holding a cigarette because he would like point and then they'd like photoshop it out of the pictures so that he wasn't like holding a cigarette in it because he's if you look around the park he's like all over the park in in like black and white pics they don't want to show him smoking so they like oh my god alex you're a disney adult Told you, man. I told you. I'm not a Disney adult. He tried adult. to pretend like it I'm wasn't true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to whip Disney this knowledge adult. out and be like, but actually, though, I don't like Disney <laughs> that much. I don't want to be a pirate. Perfect story for you. <laughs> what what ride are you going to haunt, Alex, when you die? Where can I go spread your ashes? Adventures Toon through inter- adventures Toon Town inner done. space. Yeah, don't even ask him. We don't care about <laughs> yeah, his it's opinion. Toontown. It's Toontown. Dump you in the cup of a drunk mom in Toontown? <laughs> What's that really crappy car ride that that is like just jittery the entire time? Utopia, yeah, uh, yeah, the, like in the future land. That's what you're haunting. Like in the future, you'll be able to drive your own car. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> this actually makes a lot of sense about how Alex was like, yeah, I know people who go to Disney like four times a week. I <laughs> went. Like, it's definitely not me. I have a friend. I went to college. I went to college ten minutes away. And because so, you love Disney. No. It's not yeah, like that was a choice, it? actually. It's not. It was his first That's what choice. His mom told yeah. me when I met her. No. No. I just like the 60s. Does That's your it. hat have a Disney character on it? No. No, it does not. <laughs> what is it's that? It's an original. It's a streetwear brand from Los Angeles. It's just. It's Marky Moose. Normal. Don't worry about <laughs> it's it. It's not Marky Moose. <laughs> Marky Moose is a thing that Jesse made up. Don't. <laughs> Put that just because it's an audio only show. Don't try and sneak Marky Moose in there. You guys, let me describe for our audio only listeners. Alex is wearing Disney ears. No, he's not. It's a fedora actually with ears on it. And then Disney fedora. I have my own lightsaber that I designed in Star Wars land, ready to go just in case of a home invader. So wait, I have some questions then, and I think Alex is going to be able to answer them. So I want to know what you think about these quotes. There was a psychic who has a sixth sense. Her name is Anna B. 
IVs. And she told a source that I used to research this episode that she sees Walt's ghost smoking at Disneyland all the time. Quote, I've seen Walt in the window with a lamp in his apartment, but most frequently I see him leaning against a lamp post by great moments with Mr. Lincoln and he's smoking. End quote. It tracks great moments with Mr. Lincoln is right across the way from his apartment. And I also know that Walt Disney used to walk the park before it opened all the time and smoked. So that does track. Oh, okay. I have another one for you. Have you heard of the ghost okay. train? Walt Disney's ghost train? I I haven't heard of it, but I'm putting it I'm putting the pieces together. So, Walt Disney <laughs> loved trains. In the October 1965 issue of Railroad Magazine, Walt remarked, I suppose I've always been in love with trains. Apparently, Walt's uncle was an engineer on the Santa Fe line, and one of Walt's first jobs was selling soft drinks, snacks, and candy to commuters on the train. The article continues on with Walt recalling the excitement he felt while creating his own Disneyland Park Railroad. Walt says, quote, Disneyland Park came along. I had the excitement of creating an honest-to-goodness railroad. Well, five-eighths scale anyway. The Disneyland and the Santa Fe. We built the two larger engines, number one and number two, at the studio from the same plans I had used for the mini train. End quote. Former cast member Daryl Wagner claims Walt's love for trains extends into the afterlife. Quote, the train command center has a board that shows where the trains are on the track. Late at night in the far corner on the board, a train would show up and the whistle would blow, even though there was no train out there on the track. The old guys used to say, that's Walt's train. Oh, very fun. End quote. Alex, what do you think? Hmm. <laughs> that's very fun. I, I I love the idea of that. I I vaguely remember something about a story of Walt's train being on the tracks now that you mention it, but I do love I do love that story. I know he even before Disneyland was a big idea, he wanted to have a little park with a train in it in Burbank. You see, he so, knew what Walt Disney wanted, his private plans. I yeah. know the initials on your ear, D-A, makes sense. Disney adult. It makes a whole <laughs> lot of sense. It's weird that you prefaced all I'm that. Like, not, well, I don't really like I don't really know all that much, but also he did want to have a train thing in Burbank. Like, <laughs> I only have a few books, okay? <laughs> what I'm noticing is this unfair ghost hierarchy. Walt Disney allowed to walk the park freely, but these other people stuck <laughs> to the rides where they died. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. You think he, like, keeps them locked there, like zoo yes. animals? Like, he, his personal so. entertainment? Like some sort of necromancer? Is that the vibe and, you're... Oh, but, a, but he's already Ooh. a ghost, so like a ghost romancer? He wanted to live forever. They said he froze or himself. A ghost well, romancer. maybe he still goes by, like, the cultural norms of the time that he was alive. And so he's like, you guys can't associate with me. Like, I'm fucking Walt Disney. Oh, we're like the rich controlled everyone? Yeah. Thank yeah. God that's changed. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Modern days, man. It's radicalizing itself. You know what I mean? I'm not doing this. I want. I just want everybody to know. Alex, I have a question for you. Do you know what the pack mule ride at Disney is? I I know you used to be able to pan for gold and do stuff like that, and maybe I could see them having a pack mule ride back in the day. What? I, I oh yeah, you used to be able to ride like live fucking animals. I'm gonna send you guys a picture of this, and then we're gonna watch some haunted videos. I love that. Stop. Did anybody ever get rich panning for gold at Disney? I'm gonna say oh, no. no. They used to have a petting zoo. I know they don't have it anymore but i i remember they used to have a freaking actual petting zoo at disney you guys want to describe that picture wait this is badass that just looks like a day at the ranch and it looks exhausting wow so nat just sent a photo oh, in the chat if anybody listening wants to look at the same images that we're describing yeah. you can head over to at let's get haunted on instagram and scroll through key images from this week's episode but i've never seen this before yeah imagine cars land 
but remove all the roads, all the cars, and replace it with pack mules. The exact same vibe. Yeah. This is uh, Mine Train Through Nature's Wonderland, which is currently where Big Thunder Mountain is. And it's so, it looks like the Flintstones. It's so hokey mm -hmm. looking. It's it's so clearly like a 60s drawing of the wilderness that it's it's kind of it's kind of cute. I love it. It looks like, what was that show with the Wile E. Coyote yeah. and that Lo fucking Yeah, bird? Looney Tunes. What was that Yeah. Roadrunner. Yeah, it looks like a Looney Tunes set for uh, Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. 100%. I can even see yeah. the part that would fall on him. Yeah. Yeah, the, the very yes, center. Yeah, exactly. I can see that too. Yes, so for our visually impaired listeners, the photo is of, uh, I don't know what we call this, like a rock bridge. Like, looks like the things that are in Utah, you know? There's like two. Yeah, like Zion Yes, vibes. like Zion, mm -hmm. exactly. And then there's like a bunch of pack mules all tied together walking down it. Apparently, they got rid of this attraction after a while, but there was one dude who, he didn't die, but he got hurt because his saddle broke and he fell off the mule, like a, a far drop or whatever. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like kind of traumatic, but I guess he was fine. So they were like, fuck it. <laughs> the mule's working. I sent a link. The first video is of Mr. One Way, who is apparently like a spirit that if you are on a ride by yourself, he'll sit next to you in the ride next to you. And then the ones after that are just fucking ghosts. If you guys want to watch it, you can go to yes. Atlas Get Haunted on Instagram. There's just this old sad man on a ride by himself. It's the Tower of Terror. Yeah. It's, it's him by himself. There's no one on it, which I've never seen before, which is, that's crazy. But I guess maybe he's a mechanic or someone. Yeah, he's doing maintenance. Yeah. Which is crazy that he has to ride that insane ride to do like maintenance on it by himself he's taking notes which is insane oh you're right he is taking notes and if you're watching the video around 38 seconds is a great place to start for a brief moment there's like a little poop behind him i don't see it like i think yeah. i'm just dumb it's, I it's I there. it was it's... right there i was just looking there it is 37 seconds a flash of something behind him oh yeah that definitely looks like a woman's face i thought it was just smoke I don't fucking see anything. Yeah, I'm dumb. I can't see yeah, it. It's definitely there. If you can pause it exactly 37 seconds, there is a person. Is it real? Oh, I see it. I don't know. It almost looks like a Victorian. <laughs> I've come to ride the ride. <laughs> it doesn't look like she should be there at all. If you go to a minute and three seconds, whoever edited this put a giant red arrow. Yes. And that really oh, yeah, yeah. That's it I right still there. can't see it, even with the arrow. He has an arrow pointing at the seat at some point. I, I guess I see what they're talking about. It's there. It's like a It's like a person. I find it more fun watching his notebook fly. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Okay, watch the next one, guys. Right. <laughs> fireworks ghost. So far, a beautiful fireworks display at Disneyland. Yeah, we're getting a whole show. We don't have to stay late at the park for this. Yeah. 146 is where you want to be for this okay. one. Isn't that just the statue of Disney? Am I crazy? It's not a statue of Disney. Hold on, I'm going to find this Look, out. I'm not saying these are great videos. I'm just saying this is what we're doing. <laughs> oh, it didn't move, didn't it? Wait, is that a giant ghost? It's huge is the thing. Yeah, like I'm like, that thing is mad. That's, That's like an Evangelion. I don't like that. That thing's humongous. What word did you just say? The next one is at about 202. All right, so we've got uh, Evil oh, Stepmom, Cruella DeVille, and... There's like some some ivory or like marble sculptures. What? That's... What? What am I looking... <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking... That's weird. <laughs> to me, that's like a clear ghost. Am I stupid? Oh, no, no, no. I see the figure. 
It looks almost like a reflection. It looks like a little boy. Yeah, it looks like a little like a like a little figure that's like in a reflection of just on the air somehow. It looks impossible. It looks really cool. Oh, I see it. I, I see don't it. at all. I'm still in stupid town. I can't see shit. <laughs> at like two twenty two. <laughs> all right, I'll go to there. Yeah, yeah. And then it pans to the right, and then you get like a really clear picture of these two dwarfs. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is sitting in between the dwarfs. And oh it's yeah. It's kind of like a light blue color. It kind of looks like the dad from uh, Modern Family a little bit. Oh, yeah. Actually, yes. It does. Yes. Dunphy. Yeah. All right. The next one is Mr. One Way, apparently, getting into a car. This one's pretty convincing. All right. I'm excited. I'll ride a ride alone if it means I get a ghost next to him. He actually gets into the car. He doesn't just appear there. Oh, yeah. No, they got a little arrow. Okay. I can see the little the ghost of an image. Oh, whoa. And it did go with the ride. You can see someone walking down. onto it from the left. Oh. Yeah. That looks legit to me. Pretty. That's an impressive footage right there. Oh, that is like a, a thing that's interacting with the environment in a way that's pretty good so the yeah, last cool. one is the best one it starts at about 313 and it's literally a ghost person walking across a bunch of different screens and so all of these ones that i have shown you guys have been like refuted by like ghost hunters they said that the first one is just like this phenomenon where people see faces in inanimate objects the second one is probably a real person who was standing at the castle the third one is probably just a shadow the fourth one that the mr one way one they think it's just a weird camera reflection but the fifth one one they cannot explain oh, that wow. it's like a shadow figure crossing across multiple cameras people think that it's walt disney i definitely see these before for sure that yeah that one i feel like if any of them are walt disney that's going to be him because you said he just used to like to walk around smoking 100%. cigarettes right it's so. so it's so clearly a human form a lot of the time it's crazy it looks like light sometimes but then you see like arms and legs. What do you guys think? It catches the light weird sometimes too, which is very bizarre. It's not like a, a visual artifact because it's in the right place, like in 3D space. Yeah, that's weird. I'm still obsessed with the rider one. I went back and I keep watching it. I have a debunk theory that I'm very proud what of. What is it? Ooh, say and it. I'm just going to say, go back. There's a man in, in the back, the last car. He's wearing blue and he is almost completely synced up with the ghost even when it starts to move oh okay okay there's he's the last oh, okay. row he's by himself he's in that seat and when he sits down the ghost sits down when he adjusts his belt i, I don't know it's very weird but wait he's sitting next to an empty seat so maybe he is a ghost uh you know what i'd buy that that checks out <laughs> walt disney should be hiring those ghosts that are stuck there to do these sorts of jobs because you probably mm. don't have to pay a ghost. They're just stuck there. Free labor. No one mm. wants to ride alone. Yeah. yeah. It's like those dinosaurs inside the Flintstones dishwasher. It's a yeah. living. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you going to do? We've been dead for 100 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those last ones are very convincing. I'm just going to finish up this episode really quickly. Rapid fire here. There have been several people who have jumped their deaths from parking structures on Disneyland. Oh, There whoa. have been people who suffered suffered aneurysms oh from shaking and rocking motions on rides. There were people who died from sepsis that was caused by compound fractures that were suffered on rides. Workers Jesus. have died from accidents while building inside Disneyland. There have been heart attacks and complications from illnesses or surgeries that were experienced at the park that led to deaths. People have also killed people inside the park, like the knife fight I was telling you about. So there's like a whole bunch of fucking reasons for this place to be haunted. Wow. Yeah, Disney is a violent land, apparently. Yeah, I just have a couple more quotes. Actually, there's a lot here. So you you guys can we can like do like popcorn i'm i'm gonna do popcorn it. and then episodes done i will always read i feel like alex should have to read all of these but i agree uh, you know what i think you're correct <laughs> every single one <laughs> yeah let's take a vote
Why? Yeah, I, I agree with Alex. The people have chosen Alex. Alex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> You're a Disney adult. You spoke up, man. You had too you should, much you knowledge. You been quiet. Right? So there's the first one. Someone wants to take it. Sammy R. says, It was always really haunting to go backstage here. I rarely ever went because I always felt like someone was following or watching me. Cut and dry. Honestly, yeah, I, yeah. I empathize completely right. with that person. This is Don B said, the stock room of the Star Trader that shares a wall with a section of track is also haunted. Cast members avoid going there alone and feel like they're being pushed down the stairs leading up to it. There's also a spirit of a child that haunts the area around Splash Mountain Drop. He likes to peek over the counter at the cast member who closes the Briar Patch merchandise oh, location. I do there. not like that that's visual. The, that's, I do dude, not that's like the that worst, visual. But if you know it's coming, mm -hmm. why are there no photos? If he's going to be there... Have a camera strapped to your freaking head. Well, because I feel like cast members aren't allowed to have anything. Like, they can't have phones. They can't have pictures. Right? Like. I have no mm. idea if that's true, but that sucks. If true. Alex? I don't. I don't know. I, I've never worked at Disneyland. I, I, unfortunately, <laughs> I've never been able to work at the mothership. Thought you might have an in. I th think I'm too weird. Suzanne S. says, I had two friends that worked the canoe ride, and they both said they had ghostly experiences of someone Ooh. touching them or seeing something out in the water, but there was nothing there. I don't like that at all. Getting touched while in the canoe, like somebody reaching out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Lori W says, Star Trader stock rooms are also haunted. I always felt being watched and hearing kids' voices laughing. I remember going up to the fourth level stock room, getting plush, and that's a weird statement, getting plush and hearing children <laughs> voices. What's getting plush? <laughs> getting plush. Is, Being what? touched in a canoe and getting yeah. plush. Uh, those are the same what is thing. Getting, yeah. What does getting plush mean? Saying I'm going up to the stock room to get plush is like a phrase. <laughs> I think they mean getting a plushie. I'm getting plush after this episode ends. Like a plushy toy. You want to go to the stock room <laughs> and get plush, bro? I got three ounces of plush ready to go. <laughs> yeah. That was the second one from the Star Trader stock room. So I feel that like place that place is haunted. Yeah, yeah. What's happening in that Star Trader stock room and why is it chilled? Star Traders is literally that place right next it's to. It's a gift shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 uh like when you leave the ride where you ride with like C three PO. I'm trying to remember what yeah, that's Star called. Star Tours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you leave Star Tours, you walk through there, and it, they try to sell you Star Wars merch. Why is it haunted? Yeah, it's just like a gift shop. Lisa K says, back in the day, cast members would have a locker in a locker room to keep their belongings during their shift, and it would also be a place to change out of street clothes and into costume. My locker was inside Space Mountain, and on a few occasions, I'd be in there all alone and hear somebody say something, and then a door that went to the ride would open and close. A bit creepy late at night. Spooky. I would, any of these would be super cool to happen. Closing up at work is like the number one time that I am scared to be outside. I just, <laughs> don't give me that look, Jesse, like I'm wrong. Okay, I'll read this one. Deanne D said, I worked on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I was walking the track after closing and just around the bend from the first lift, I saw a shadow on the mountain wall walking along with me. It was not my shadow. The shadow figure had a baseball cap. I did not wear my costume hat when uh, doing a track walk. I saw this figure on several occasions when I closed. Yes, I talked to him every time. These start to get like more unhinged as yeah, we go that, along. Yeah, that's very <laughs> This one oh, sounds perfect. perfect. This one sounds like his mind is like open. This one, That guy sounded like Cthulhu-y. Jesse, you got Pam <laughs> B here. When I worked third shift, I was cleaning the castle and got pushed plenty of times while on the stairs. The lady who haunts it says it's her castle, 
and she wants people these out. are yeah oh. these are definitely getting more unhinged like at That's first it was a like story you know, from the nightmare realm. sometimes i'd hear like a, a you know a noise but i couldn't really tell what it was or sometimes you know I, somebody told me they saw a shadow on the wall and now it's like yeah this ghost woman talks to me and tells me it this belongs to her i live here it's my castle i don't want the ghost to get it because it's my castle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> deanna in says there's a story of the two little girls that died and frequently haunt the walkway from Fantasyland to Frontierland. You can hear them laughing on the island, too. They apparently died in a flood in the early 1900s. Before Anaheim became Disney, oh, there was shit. a really bad flood, and supposedly they were the farmer's children. Do you think they know they're on they're like in Disneyland um, though? That's a Black Mirror right there, like one hundred percent. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, like because like how would you even describe what Disneyland is to someone when there's no concept of exactly? Yeah, that's like a simulation. Does it freak them theory. out? Yeah, there yeah. used to be a House of the Future in Disneyland. Imagine if the farmers were in the House of the Future exhibit inside of Disneyland. It's like so hard to break down where you are as a person <laughs> can you die again is there like a, a oh. deeper level are there <gasps> levels to death like can like inception you... yeah if the ghostbusters get you are you like double dead yeah or are you just inside <laughs> that vacuum bag backpack no, it's yeah. jail ghostbusters put you in ghost jail that's a different thing oh, okay. i don't know nothing i think nothing. you can get double dead people who are closer to the veil right like like if we say that's like the least dead like if you're still able to haunt and you're still able to like fuck with shit that's going on on earth and then if you die more than that it's like you can't even open a door you lose like game mechanics yeah. <laughs> yeah how can i break these rules so we're gonna get into the theories some of the skeptics say that smoke like especially cigarette smoke can permeate wood and then the smell will come out when it rains because it gets like humid the wood expands it lets out cigarette smoke or like temperature changes can happen at different times of day and that's maybe why smoke smell comes out at certain times of oh. day but from the fucking 1960s like we're talking yeah. about like however long ago that was like 70 years or something yeah i would be curious what would happen if they changed apartment. <laughs> i gave up i just said like a random number and then i was thinking about it. i was like that's not right and i was like no but then i can be like well he started it in the 50s like it's fine one day it'll be correct yeah <laughs> that's those kids in the flood again yeah, yeah. what do you guys think yeah if they replaced his shit would the smell linger yeah if they took all of his stuff out because that's old and probably has some associated smell if they removed it all, would there still be smoke smell? I think that would be an interesting test. Yeah. Then then you're poking the bear and potentially making him an angry haunt mm -hmm. because you know what happens when you start replacing original pieces of furniture, start renovating an old home. Oh, right. The hauntings get more violent. Right, right. Or would it follow where the furniture went? And then he's haunting a storage space. All right, I'll buy his bed. That would that would suck. You're just locked in like a U-Haul or a <laughs> yeah, storage whatever. unit. Oh, <laughs> over an extra storage. That's yeah. that's a black mirror. That's a different black mirror. Yeah. You definitely get baked in Anaheim. <laughs> you would like fry to death. Oh, right. You'd have the worst time, and like next to you, they'd be like making drugs in the storage unit. Yeah, you become triple death. <laughs> Another skeptic theory is that there's just like electrical problems at Disney World or Disneyland or whatever. They say that like. Maybe the train showing up is just like an electrical fault. But I want to say like to that theory, how is that man walking across all of those different video camera things? Exactly. Exactly. How? Yeah. Magic. Magic. I'm just going with magic. And the last theory is just ghosts. It's just that everything's haunted. Yeah. Ghosts. Ghosts are real. Ghosts. ghosts are real. That's the that's the theory. We've I think we convinced it. Jesse today theory. that ghosts are real. 
You've really convinced me. Alex, I want to know what is some piece of Disney lore that you have been holding on to that you haven't gotten to release this episode? Uh, boy, I have no idea. Um, I could tell you this. If you want a good laugh, look up some videos of Abraham Lincoln breaking down uh, while he's on stage. <laughs> because I don't know if it's haunted or not, but uh, if you want to see cursed. something... Yeah, if you want to see something that's guaranteed to fuck you up and you know exactly what it is, that's a great that's a great place to start. Uh and let me see. If I'm trying to I'm trying to I, I tried to delay this so that I could think of one, but I I can't really we think can of come one. Back to I can it. help you out real quick. Uh in, in ni- either nineteen eighty nine or nineteen ninety, my parents, a whole big family group of us went to Disney World, and at the time, I don't know if this exists, it seems like it shouldn't. They had bumper boats. Mm. Mm. And uh, I was very young, and my cousin was only two years older than me, and she and I got in these bumper boats and decided, hey, they're bumper boats. You're supposed to bump. And we went full speed at each other, (laughs) and mine went up out of the water above hers, and everyone on shore thought I decapitated my cousin. (gasps) Oh, so, my God. You, you know, in a maybe due to quantum immortality in one world, you did decapitate Don't do cousin. that. Don't put that on me, man. It's, you did uh, it. Yeah. And, but Science, we were fine. Bro. And we went back to shore, and everyone was like, you're never allowed on those boats again. And we were like, what do we do? Yeah, like, I don't no. get it. We did what we were Wait, supposed Wait, those things to do. actually have, like, a propeller underneath? It was a bump. Yeah, it was a, literally you would drive around in a lagoon uh, outside. It was in between where Disney World was and where the hotels are. There's like a big lagoon area there. You manatee your cousin? Yeah, and my cousin and I would just get in those. We loved them. They were amazing. Uh, you know, if you're like a 10-year-old, it's the coolest thing in the world. And so we're driving around on this thing, and we I had an all, accident. People almost died. Accident. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Final Destination. So we could that's have been one of those people. Haunting. Yeah. I don't like that. Been. That's crazy. Yeah, that's going to end up on this um, hauntedoc.com slash Disneyland that I was reading <laughs> all of these quotes from. You should go right into them. I almost decapitated them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my episode, guys. What do you guys think about wow. Disneyland? Do you think it's haunted? Do you think that? Yes. Yeah. It's powerful. It, there's there's something about it, right? Do you feel like that is what it, like gives that special feeling there? Is that it's actually just super haunted? Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think Ooh. they're definitely related. How about that? I don't think that yeah some sort of paranormal energy mm-hmm. that crackles through the air and makes people want to I don't know fight each other over whose stroller is too close. The There's Toontown. also something kind of just like alluring to attaching ghosts or a creepy factor to something overly happy, mm-hmm. like bizarrely pleasant that's almost kind of unnatural. Right. And then you kind of slap like think about it, go through there when the lights are out, everybody's gone. I bet you that holds just like a creepy feel to it. Human condition though, the yeah, idea that sure. like something that's so positive and so happy. We have to find ways to be like, nah, there's something dark happening there. Mm. Because otherwise it's unnatural because it's so positive. That's why we talk about serial killers sometimes, you know? We just got to bring it down the mood every once in a while. Is that why we do that? yourself to reality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what it Mm, was. mm. I think think Disneyland, if there's a place that's going to be haunted, Disneyland is a very high uh, potentiality. And I really want to believe in ghosts. I would love (laughs) something to happen to me. 
to me to prove it. This is just it. a plea. You're just, anytime you have some yeah, air you're time. you're begging now. Hey, this is what always fucking happens. We just wind around to me begging whatever it is <laughs> that's happening to Any me. Any microphone that he gets in front At of. At the end of every episode, whatever we just talked about, I really wish you would come visit me. Is that what we're right, doing? Like, seriously, yeah. like, oh, I would love it. But As yeah. if the ghosts are listening to podcasts in their free time. <laughs> Bro, if they're riding Disney rides all the goddamn time, who's to say they're not necessarily listening to a podcast? You're right. Don't they, like, communicate through radio? Like, I feel like they would be right, listening. Right, yeah, well, spirit oh, Shoot, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Box. There's that Jim Caviezel right movie. Track. You're right. But I feel like this isn't on radio. So right. unless we're broadcasting live on 103.9 The Rock. Do you feel like the ghosts yeah. are like trying to get other ghosts on podcasts and they're like, you know, no, no, this is like the communication of the future. Like we're not doing radio anymore. No one's doing FMAM. Like we're all doing like. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to get Yeah, digital. you got to get on Megaphone. Yeah. You got to do Spotify, like Spreaker. Like ghosts <laughs> <laughs> on Spreaker. They're like, I can't believe I'm down and I'm still writing emails to people. Why won't anybody <laughs> write me back? What the fuck? <laughs> If we die and it just ends up being another place where you have to like do work right. to if survive. If it's another job, I'm gonna... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Kill yourself? I'm going to go kill myself again. I'm just going to I'm going to find that second level of death and try for a third. Just go for the <laughs> So that's level. what I wanted to know, Alex. Like let let's let's hear your um dissertation on how this is all just capitalism. We're all just cogs in the machine. <laughs> uh I'll say this. Let's just all remember in this this is this is a really clear example of how anything amazing that we do as humans uh you know requires consequences and something like disneyland you know maybe at one point we didn't know how to ride roller coasters maybe we didn't understand that roller coasters could kill us and you know uh now that these people have died doing it you know that's the cost that's the human cost of capitalism i see what, what? You're right there you, yeah yeah you get what yeah, i'm saying you're so busy wondering if we could we never thought to think sh if we should yeah yeah somebody had too much ham we shouldn't have and... we shouldn't have taken the blood out of the mosquitoes because when we did that we thought we were playing god mm. Yeah, yeah, we just jumped. What? Except what? when Pirates of the Caribbean broke down, the pirates didn't eat the people, Alex. <laughs> yeah, now the rain is on, the fences are down, and the raptors are right. out. I get that yeah. reference. Clever yeah, girl. But that's not Disney. That is <laughs> universal, but still, I get it. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's Jurassic World, the new ride available now at Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. So, you guys, what do you think of this episode? Final thoughts? Haunted. I love Disneyland. Disneyland is haunted. I love it. It's a cult. It's like Twin Peaks IRL. Big, big, big fun time. Alex started this episode by being like, I don't like know about Disney or whatever. And he was literally like, I love Disney. We found out he's a liar. Yes. I love yeah. Disneyland. I love Disneyland. Yeah. I'm not a Disney adult. I don't go enough. I don't want to, I don't want to appropriate their culture. I want to leave everyone listening with this fact to look up. This is your homework. Look up Disney gangs. Ooh. It's a real thing. They have jackets. Yes. They have patches. Like, are they like gangsters? Crazy. Like, they kill people and they like do like uh, organized crime, or are they like just like fun friends hanging oh, out I and have cool jackets? Because like, imagine fun friends hanging out, but like take it three steps a little too far. Like a sorority. But like, uh, scary. Mm. Like initiation okay, rituals. Do they like tag rides? Like, what do they do? What makes yeah, them a that's gang? If they see a rival gang, is there like a throwdown on Main Street? <laughs> All I'm saying is there may be. Only if it's in Toontown. Only yeah. if they, yeah, they'll meet me at Toontown, midnight tonight. Yeah. Disney gangs. That's Disney gangs. Yeah, I'm looking this up, up right now. I'll be in I'll be in LA in a three weeks. This episode will be I'll already be home by then. Let's go to Disney while I'm there, boys. Let's see if I can get the lonely rider man to sit Mr. One Way next to me. 
Mr. One Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. You're going to put out the vibes? I'll put out the vibes. Oh, shit. Disney gang. That's what I'm saying. They're real. Dude, let's start our own Disney gang. You guys, listen to these names suck, though. The Stitch Shenanigans, the Matterhorn Mountain Climbers, the Big Bad Wolves. That's like your your kids' soccer teams. That's not good. That's... (laughs) That's I'm out on this. I feel like the Matterhorn motherfuckers. Like you gotta get nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you can't wear that at Disney. You guys, my Disney gang name would be Go Away Green. Oh yeah, there you That's go. That's a deep cut. Go Alex away. knows what I'm talking about. I don't. Go Away Green. They paint everything at Disneyland that they don't want you to notice, like electrical outlet, like equipment and stuff. This shade oh. of green that oh. like it makes you not look makes at you it. Not basically. not look yeah. at it. And so that would be my gang name. It's like Go Away Green. Go Away Green. It's like I just like enough inside baseball. It sounds tough. It's good. <laughs> Thank you. These people look like they actually might murder someone from that. That's what I'm saying. There's one gang called the Disney Villains. That's oh. fun. All these names suck. Yeah, these aren't very creative. I like the White Rabbits. That's probably the best one. White rabbit sounds like kind of racist <laughs> yeah oh never mind the winners oh this is the easiest one the bad apples that's oh. the winner they win oh. that's, that's yeah, pretty that's good the only one that's, that's pretty fun. that's pretty decent. okay that's decent everybody else fucking start over throw your names yeah. out try again make something cool dude just give up that's what or i Or just say. give up i mean yeah i mean they're that far gone there's no coming back so at least try to like make the name cool. Oh shit! The L.A. Times say that this is illegal now. Disneyland is like putting out a lawsuit against the super fans that oh. wear these like Disney gang things. It's like a Disney adult lowriders club. It's like you 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 go you show up in your nines and then now it's getting like too dramatic. Is that what's up? Is that what that jacket in your closet is? It just says no, NPR. No, I didn't read the article. It says NPR says lawsuit alleges mafia like tactics aimed at a Disneyland. Dot dot dot. It's what? not. I don't think anyone's even like. It, what has occurred? Violent, violent. But they're taking it very seriously. Yeah. Shit. I don't. I just. I'm trying to imagine what confrontations would be like between the gangs, and I'm failing. You know, but. sharks versus jets. The little dance number. Yeah, but what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, you're dancing at each other. Singing "Let It Go" to each other. Whoever has the best rendition wins. Yeah. Is it like your Disney song? Your favorite Disney song versus theirs? The other group has to leave. Like, you have to go to California Adventure, loser. Yeah. Does every Disney gang have a representative Disney princess? <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't I feel think like so. they should. That's to, like, make a Disney gang around a Disney princess. I mean, they're, oh, yeah, there's Bell's Angels. Oh, that's go. very good. Oh, that one. That's my favorite one. That's Angels good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. shit. People have, like, serious tattoos of, like, Walt Disney on their calves. See, that shit is wild. They're, like, smoking in the stairwell in heaven, baby. <laughs> that's yeah. where he's at. Uncle Walt. Uncle well, Walt. Natalia, that was a very beautiful episode. I thought I learned a lot. I thought I knew about Disneyland uh, being from California, but I discovered that I really don't know half the story. So I really appreciated this. And thank you, Alex. Wow. What a yeah. happy accident that we had our <laughs> very own Walt Disney incarnate yeah. on the show. I feel so close to him to and I feel so close us. to you guys as a result. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, Chaluminati, for coming on. Yeah. All right. So at the end of every show, do you guys remember being on AOL Messenger God, growing yes. up? And you'd have to say like, BRB, like I gotta go do this or G2G. Yeah, so yeah, you did yeah. Write, yeah, yeah. Oh, like long passive aggressive paragraphs that the girl you like and hope she sees it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. What? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. What? Like you have what? song lyrics as your away message. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah, it. Yeah. Like you cry go. for help. Cries like for yeah. help. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the lyrics to a Lincoln Park song. Yeah. Simple play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So our sign off is BRB, gotta go, and then a callback from earlier in the episode. So Natalia, do you want to do a couple examples? Sure. It could be like 
BRB got to go uh, smoke a cigarette on the stairwell at the Matterhorn ride. I don't know. That was not a good one. <laughs> okay. So we're going to ask you. each of you to give one. Oh, and yeah. you can do as many as you want. And then whichever one's the best is what is what we'll end on in oh, the edit. No. Oh, I like it. I like it. Oh, no. BRB gotta go shack up with the 48-year-old ghost lady in the Matterhorn. BRB gotta go get plush in the stock room. I was gonna do that, you <laughs> son of a plush. Oh. BRB gotta go start a fight in Tin Town. Perfect. <laughs> now we all say bye like a group of valley girls. Are yeah. you ready? Oh, Three, God. two, one. Bye. 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 Wait, why uh, does this valley girls sound like? Uh, my, uh, bye. Bye. Uh, that sounded like a sheep. He's like, bah. 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 <laughs> Our valley girls are sheep. That's, That's fair. fair. That's fair.